The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Echet Yebamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife, in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha, Varvacha, Bechol Maasiyadav, maybe Zocheh. To raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nachat. He should have many more children with health and happiness. And he should have beracha b'kol mikol kol him and his entire family. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. The Mishmat of Raham ben Esther. Again, today's daf on Samir Zayin Amud Rishon, and we're starting at the new Mishnah. Mishnah. Continues to discuss the subjects of Avdeh Son Barzel. Let's just re- repeat quickly <coughs> what the subject of Son Barzel is. Son Barzel is the assets that the lady brings into the marriage. Uh, the husband uh, delineates them in the Ketubah. He's considered uh, responsible, we'll call it, for the Nixes Son Barzel in the event of a divorce or a uh, death. Uh, he must pay the assessment value of the son barzel <coughs> to his wife. That means if the son barzel went up, advantage husband. If the son barzel went down, so disadvantage husband. The lady does get the fixed rate. So now we discuss uh, different scenarios regarding uh, abadin that fall into the son barzel category. That means lady brought in. Avadim, slaves, Avid Kananim, into the marriage. <coughs> so the Mishnah says, Bat Yisrael Shiniset La Kohen. Bat Yisrael, they got married to a Kohen. Now let's review that law quickly. Normally speaking, a Bat Yisrael that marries a Kohen right away now has advantages. She may eat Terumah. Her servants as well, whether it's Nechseh Son Barzel, <coughs> which becomes the Kenyan of the Kohen, Kenyan Kaspo, or Nechsemilog. Nechsemilog are her assets that the husband only really has uh, perot <coughs> benefit from, but she owns the uh, principal. Nechsemilog also may eat Tiruma as well, because she can eat Tiruma, so her slaves also can eat Tiruma. It's coming from her. Now, what happened over here was, <coughs> now let's say there's children. So in a case where there's children, so even if the Kohen dies, so her children are her link to the Kehuna. So even though she's a Bat Yisrael, she's still able to continue to eat Teruma. So long as there's children. When I say children, means either a son or daughter. It can even mean a grandchild. Comes the Mishnah and says, Bat Yisrael Shenisset la Kohen Vamet. This case over here, the Kohen died. Now, the case is talking about he left her pregnant. The case is that she will tell us is also talking about where she has children. So therefore, she has other children that are Kohanim. So for eating Tirumah, she eats Tirumah herself because of her living children. Our discussion over here is what is the status of the Ubar? the uh, fetus that's in her womb. Now, it's no question when he's born, he's going to be considered a full-fledged Kohen. 
A question is when he's still in the mother's womb, what is he considered? So the Mishnah says, Lo yuchlu avadeha bitruma. If she has avadim, she has servants. We're talking about avde son barzel. Now the son barzel are really the assets of the husband. The husband is no longer. So those assets now become the children's assets through Yerusha. Well, one of the Yorshim over here is the Ubar. Right? He's a brother. He's a potential brother. Well, she's a potential, but she's the Ubar technically has a Yerusha over here. Then he has a stake in the Abadim. But the Mishnah gives a rule, Give a rule when it comes to an Ubar. Two rules. Number one, an Ubar is posel. What does it mean, posel? Which means, if let's say you have a Bat Kohen that marries a Yisrael. Let's review that law. A Bat Kohen that marries a Yisrael, in the event that they don't have children and he dies, she can go back to her father's house and resume to eat Tirumah. Right? However, if let's say they have children, children that are born, so then already she loses her status, which is even if her husband dies, she cannot go back to her father's house, as a result, because of the uh, children. So now, we say like this, so you have a bat kohen, that's married to a Yisrael, she loses her rights for tirumah, uh, uh, obviously when she's married, her husband died, she was pregnant. So the Mishnah's deen is Ubar Posel. That the Ubar now that's considered enough that she would not be able to go back to her father's house. Now I'm going to repeat that again so you keep it in mind because the she is going to teach us two dinim of any time the Gemara is going to say Ubar Posel. You always have to think the case is talking about Kohen married to a Yisrael. Anyway, you can remember that, just so you remember, what do you posel? Posel means somebody that had eligibility, and now becomes pasul on account of The bat queen had eligibility from her father's house, and now to go back, but now that she has ubar, that's it, that's because she's connected even to the deceased Israel husband, to the ubar, and therefore she cannot go back. And the Mishnah says another thing, ubar eno ma'akhil. Now, Enomachil is somebody that's coming to eat Tirumah. Somebody that is non-eligible that wants to come to eat. That would be a Bat Yisrael that marries a Kohen. Now, Bat Yisrael, as a result of her marrying a Kohen, now she has eligibility to eat Tirumah because of her husband. Now, in this case over here, an Ubar cannot be Ma'akhil her. Meaning, what, is, what are we talking about over here? In a case, let's say, where uh, we said, if the husband dies, right, and there's children, so then already she's connected to the kunat to her children. However, not to an ubar. An ubar is not ma'akhil abat Yisrael. If that's all she has, is an ubar, ubar cannot be ma'akhil abat Yisrael after the husband's uh, demise to Ruma. Now, let's discuss our case. Once you got the rule of what an Ubar is, it's posel ve'enu ma'akhil. So now let's discuss the uh, situation of she has nechseh son barzel. She has avadim, let's say. She's married to a kohen, and uh, she has children from him, living children. So right away she's able to eat from terumah. It's not a discussion. 
She's able to when he dies, she's able to from Turma on account of her own children that are alive. The Kwanim. Not only that, there's no discussion now Because She's eating from her power. She's allowed to eat, so her Avade Milog are allowed to eat as well. The discussion is the Avdesun Barzil. Because they're really the stake of the husband. Husband's no longer. So it goes to Yirusha to the children. Now, if there were only children over there, so therefore technically the Abadim would be considered Kenyan Kaspam of the children, and therefore there'd be no She'elah. The Abadim would be able to eat as well. The issue over here is the Ubar. Since the Ubar is technically one of the Yorshim, so we have a rule. An Ubar can be Yorish. That's what we're learning already from this Mishnah. Fact number one, Ubar can be Yorish. Otherwise, if he's not a player yet, we shouldn't we disregard him. But the Ubar ruins it. The Ubar is a spoiler. The Ubar ruins the availability or the ability for the Ardeson Barzel to eat Terumah. Why? Well, wait for the Gemara to give us the, the logic. Which means that's the... She has children, but doesn't matter. So she has an Ubar as well. The Ubar spoils it. Not for her, and not for Avdeh Milog. It only spoils her regarding the Avdeh Sun Barzel, which the brothers now have a stake in, because they're the Yorshim of the Kohen. But since one of the Yorshim is an Ubar... So therefore, the until the child is born. Once he's born, then already you have all Kohanim brothers, then no problem. They're, they're the asset of the Kohanim, and no problem. It's only when there's a Ubar state. This is the deen of Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef said this case in a Bat Yisrael Shinniset Lek Kohen. Okay, so Gebara says, Mishnah says, Amru no. The rabbis tell uh, Rabbi Yosef, Me'achar she'ad talanu. Al-Bat Yisrael Kohen He gave us the case On a Bat Yisrael to a Kohen Av-Bat Kohen La Kohen Seemingly the deen should be as well And a Bat Kohen Married to a Kohen Umet and the Kohen died Veniha Me'uberet And he left her pregnant Lo yuchlu avadea betrumah which means seemingly it shouldn't make a difference. We don't know the reasons yet. But the Chaura, if you tell me once there's Ubar, he spoils. So he should spoil in all cases. Not only a bat said that marries a Kohen, even a bat Kohen that marries a Kohen. Which is bottom line, once you're telling me she could still eat Tiruma, no question. Because a bat Kohen, let's say there were other children, no problem. no problem. But once you tell me there's Ubar in the picture over there, so that already ruins the Yerushah the, and affects the Yerushah, therefore it's going to affect the Abdem and Soson Bazel. So what's the difference, Rabbi Yosef, between Bakasesh and Iset the Kohen or Bakasesh and Iset the Kohen? If the Obas spoils, it's a spoil in all cases. Now, to appreciate the Mishnah, we've got to go further now to understand the logic. And then we'll go back to read Rashi in the Mishnah, we'll understand what it's saying. Ibailah. Says, What's the reason of Rabbi Yosef? Maybe you say logic like this. An Ubar in the womb of a Zar or a Zara, which is a Bat Yisrael, until it's born as a deen of a Zar. It's a non-Kohen. 
Kehuna doesn't come until it's born. You know, there's a, there's a famous halachic principle, Ubar Yerich Immo. That the Ubar is considered, you know, the, uh, uh, an extension or a piece of, the, uh, of his mother. And the mother's Yisrael, really. She's about Yisrael, so therefore, it's, the child's not born yet, it's considered a Yisrael. Is a Yisrael ma'achil terumah? No. Cannot Yisrael ma'achil terumah? And therefore, technically, one of the brothers over here at this point is not considered a Kohen. He's considered a Zar. And therefore, the Zar has a piece of the action in these, of their son Barzil. A Zar cannot be Ma'achil. So that's the reason of Rabbi Yosef, maybe. That as long as the child is in the womb, he's considered a Zar and therefore cannot be Ma'achil. What's another logic? Or Dilma. Or let us say maybe a different. Yilud ma'achil she'enu yilud eno ma'achil Maybe the law of Kohanim being able to be ma'achil their avadim, let's say tiruma, is only when they're born Yilid beto Yilid beto is ma'ashma can be born but a child in the womb does not have the ability to be ma'achil Finish because he's, he's not considered the Yilid yet, he's not considered born yet. What's the Nafkamina between the two reasons? The main Nafkamina, Le'ubar Kohenet. Very good. Let's say you have a Ubar in the womb of a Kohenet. According to the first Chikta that says that what the Ubar inside is considered a Zar, that's only when he's in a Zara. But when he's in the womb of a Kohenet, He's considered a queen. That was good. Therefore, the Yerusha will work and the Abadim will be able to eat on account of him. However, if you tell me, no, we have a star, we have a pasuk that tells me as long as it's Ubar, okay, if it's a Kohen Ubar, you're in the womb, you don't have the ability to be Machil. There's not enough coming out between whether it's an Ubar of a Bat Yisrael or it's an Ubar of a. Not Kohen it. Right? Not Kohen. So that's Nafkamina. So really, Gibraltar is asking, what's, what's the Shita of Rabbi Yosef? This fantastic Nafkamina. Kebra says, "Ma'i, Amaraba, Hainu Tamad Rabbi Yosef, the Kasabar Ubaab Mezara Zaru." Rabbi Yosef Amar Yilud Ma'achil, Shein Yilud Eno Ma'achil. So here we have a look at Rabbi Rabbi Yosef. What Rabbi Yosef holds? Then how we understand the Nafkamina? Comes Kebra and says, "Metibe, we'll bring you a question." Amru Lord Rabbi Yosef. Quote from our Mishnah. The rabbis of the Mishnah told Rabbi Yosef, Me'achar she'adtalanu al-bat Yisrael la-kohen. You gave us already a testimony, right? On a bat Yisrael that's married to the kohen, that the ubar is going to spoil, that the, uh, the, the abadim cannot get there, eat the rumah. Bat kohen la-kohen mahu. So what about a bat kohen to a bat kohen? Amalem zu shama'ati, vizu lo shama'ati. Which means, his answer to that claim was, listen, I only heard the deen by a Bat Yisrael. I didn't hear the deen by a Bat Kohen. So that's what I analyzes. If you tell me the logic of Rabbi Yosei is that what? That Ubar in the womb of a Zara, of a Bat considered a Zar. Now we understand what he said. This case I heard, the other case I didn't hear, because it doesn't apply. Because when it's a case of the bat kohen, it's not considered a, 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 a zar. It's considered a kohen. That's why he said he didn't hear that case. Ela i amart yilud ma'achil she'en yilud en ma'achil. But if his logic is 
If the child is not born, he doesn't have the ability to be ma'achil. And since he's one of the brothers when he's inside the womb, he doesn't have the ability to be ma'achil. Ma'izu shamati velo zezu lo shamati. Ihi, he. It's the same case. Which means, what did the Biyo say? Come along and say, I didn't hear the case of the Vat Kohen. What do you mean? It's the same logic that the Biyo say. What's my nafka minaf? You tell me the logic is that a Yilud is ma'achil, but she'en Yilud eno ma'achil. So what's the difference? You didn't hear that case. It's applied the same logic. So Gemara says, Kasha. She realized the Kasha pointed out opinion. So it's what? From the Mishnah, it's more logical to say that the reason of the Biyo say is that it's a Zav. And therefore, Zar is not Ma'achil. But Gebra, of course, leaves it in the Kasha, which we always know that really this is an answer, so it's not a total refutation. Now let's go back, once we know these logics, over here, read Rashi in the Mishnah. You'll understand it much better. Mishnah, meaning on the fourth line, V'niha me'uberet. Afatish yesh labanim emen. Right, the case is talking about where they had other children. V'ochedet v'trumah. She can eat trumah. I'll interject over that the nechsem milog also can eat trumah as well on account of her. Lo yochnu avde son barzel v'trumah. But the son barzel cannot eat trumah. Lo lefishen shel yorshim. V'yesh le'ubar ban helik. That's a very important point right there. That according to me, you said the Ubar does have inheritance rights. If he didn't have any inheritance rights, so we wouldn't, wouldn't take him into the, into the equation at all. The end the Ubar koah laachilam betruma. Imishum de kasabar Ubar b'me'ezara zaru. Imishum de kasabar yilud ma'achil. She'en yilud en ma'achil shne'emad. And give the pasuk and the ikrach abed. Vilid beto em yochlu belachmo. Which means, we're going to read the Pasuk, not only the born children eat, but the born children feed. Okay? They have to be born in order to feed. Comes the, Gabran says, Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Shemuel. Zu Rabbi Yosef. This is the opinion of Rabbi Yosef. About Hachamim Omrim, Hachamim say, Yesh lo banim, Ochlim mishum banim. Which means, as long as he has sons, even though he dies the Kohen, since the sons are Yoresh, so therefore the Avdes son Barzela considered Kenyan Kaspam, and therefore they eat on account of the sons. Which means, according to Hachamim, an Ubar is not Yoresh. So therefore, he's not in the picture. He argues on the Biyose. Do not factor in the Ubar at all. And Lobanim. Oh, let's say it doesn't have sons. Ochlim mishum achim. Well, who's the next in line to be Yoresh? The Kohens, the ceased Kohens brothers. They're also Kohanim. So therefore, take Kenyan Kaspam Shil, other Kohanim, Achim. And lo Achim, Ochlim mishum mishpacha kuda. If there's no brothers, so just keep on going to the next of kin. Eventually, you're going to have on the paternal side somebody that's a Kohen, that's going to be Yoresh, and it's going to be Kenyan Kaspan Shalat Yoresh, and therefore they have this somebody will be able to eat. Oh, so that's what Shemuel said. Zu, Rabbi Yosef. But you should know, Hachamim, argue, and get, get the source of the argument. The source of the argument is Hachamim say, and Ubar does not have the ability to be Yoresh. That therefore he's not involved in the uh, not involved in the uh, in, in, in the picture. Even if he's born, no. <laughs> if he's born, he's not ubar anymore. Comes the Gemaran says, "Zu velos virale." Normally, when a rabbi makes a statement, this is the opinion of Rabbi Yosef. So usually he's saying, "But I don't hold like that," which means usually when he uses the word "zu," he says, "This is the opinion of Rabbi Yosef." 
But you know, I, I don't agree with that opinion. So the Gemara says, "You tell me that Shmuel doesn't agree with Rabbi Yosef." Ha Amar Shmuel Rav Hanab Baghdata. He told Shmuel told Rav Hanab Baghdata that she gives two interpretations what Baghdata means. Either he was a Baal Agada, he was an expert in Agadot, or he came from the city of Baghdad in uh, Iraq. That's what I call him, Baghdata from Baghdad. Puk Aitili. He said, "Go out and bring me." Be'asara, bring me a minyan, bring me ten people. De'emalach be'anpayu. So I wanted to give a testimony in front of them to say, Hamizakele'ubar kana. Which means, according to Shemuel, if a person, let's say, to a third party, makes a kinyan to the ubar, which is what's being meknes something to the ubar. So to a third party, the person is able to make the kinyan with the intention that now the ubar owns it, which means yesh le ubar kinyanim. So you see what does Shemuel hold? If you can make a kinyan for the ubar, certainly Yerusha, which is an automatic, you don't have to make a kinyan, it just comes automatic, certainly is going to hold that the Yoresh. That therefore, that if we go back to that language, that he said, this is the opinion of Rabbi Yosef. What do you mean? You hold of Rabbi Yosef also. So Gemara says, Ela zu visvidale. You have to say, it's a different type of zu. It says, this is the opinion of Rabbi Yosef, and I hold of it. So then what is he teaching me then? What, what, what are you telling me? What's, what's your idush? De peligi rabbanan ale de Rabbi Yosef. So maybe his point was to tell me, that the rabbis should not argue on the Biyoseh. Because the rabbis themselves hold that the Ubar is not Yoresh, therefore he's not considered a, a factor in this whole uh, issue over here. And you should notice this dissenting view. Do the rabbis really argue on the Biyoseh? Mativ Rabbi Zakai, Zu Edu Te'id Rabbi Yoseh, Mepish Ma'yav Avtanyon, Vehodulo. When the Biyoseh made this halakha with the Ubar, he said it in the name of Shemayav and Avtalyon, and the rabbis agreed to him. So you see, really, there's no mahlokin even on this subject over here. Skimara says, Amar of Asher, Niketani Vikibilu? Does it say they accepted it? Vehudu lo ketani, the Mr. Which means they agreed to the Biyos. We hear you. You have a uh, nice logic. Makes sense that Obad should be uh, Yoresh, because there's Kinyanim, and therefore it's going to affect the uh, of this one. We hear you loud and clear, but you know what? We don't agree with you. Not because your logic is flawed. We have a tradition that the says, we have a tradition from our rabbis that uh, say that in Obad Yoresh, and we can't go against our tradition. But it doesn't mean they agreed with them. Right? They heard them, but they don't agree with them. So therefore the Ma'aseh comes up, we have a mahlokit between Rabbi Yosef Nachachamim, is an Ubar Yoresh or not? And that's going to manifest itself in the Nafkaminah, Ligabeh, a Kohen. Let's review the case again, just so you get a clarity. The Ba'at Yisrael is married to a Kohen. They have children already. She eats the Ubar. Avdeh, Melog, eat the Ubar on account of her. Of this son Barzel, normally would be able to eat to Ruman, account of the brothers that are Yoresh, their fathers, Kenyan Kaspam of the brothers, but Shaykh we have an Ubar involved. The Ubar really is also a Yoresh. Oh, so now once he's part of the, the plan, well, either one or two things. Either he's a Yisrael, Yisrael obviously cannot be Ma'akil to Rumatri of this son Barzel, or he's, a, he's not a Yilud yet, he's not born yet, and therefore somebody that's not born cannot be Yoresh. It cannot, that can be Yoresh. It cannot be Ma'akhil. And therefore, from one of those two reasons, it cannot uh, have the, uh, uh, the Teruma. Tanu Rabbanan, we have a Braita. Hiniyah Banim. We go through some scenarios over there. Based on what we know now, we should be able to figure out the result of each case. 
Hiniyah Banim. So you have a Bat Yisrael married to a Kohen, and there's children there. Elu ve'elu ochlim. Everybody eats, meaning the Nechseh Melog eat, and the Nechseh Sundbazel eat. The Nechseh Melog eat because she eats. She eats because she has children. The Nechseh Sundbazel eat on account of the sons. The husband's dead, the sons are Yuresh, they considered Kenyan Kaspam of the children. So therefore the Nechseh Sundbazel eat as well. We can read that in Nashi. Hiniyah Banim. Hakohen. She wasn't pregnant. Elu ve'elu, avde milog ve'avde son barzel, ochlim, de avde milog ochlim, bishvila, she ochel bishvil banea. Ve'avde son barzel ochlim, bishvil banim. Case number two. Iniha me'uberet. That's case, let's say he left her me'uberet alone. She didn't have any other children. All she was was me'uberet. Elu ve'elu en ochlim. Nobody can eat. Nobody can eat. Not the avdem milog, because she can't eat. So therefore they cannot eat mahmata. The tzom barzel can eat because she have the ubar. Right? And ubar is not ma'akhil. For whatever reasons. That she's language here is... He left children with her wife. I repeat that phrase because it's a key phraseology in the sugya. Ubar is posel. That means a bat kohen that marries the Israel. And now the Israel dies and she's pregnant. It's poselah from going back home to eat in her father's house. Then ma'achil is a bat Israel that's married to kohen. And the kohen dies and she's pregnant. That ubar does not give her a connection yet to the kehuna that she can eat the rumah after her husband's the mice, right? Posel the eno ma'akid. The verb be yosef. All right. Let's read. Let's read Rashi over here. Hiniyah banim v'niyah me'uberet avdem milog ochlim shem shela ve'en le'ubar helik bahem. Right, ubar does not have a helik in the avdem milog. V'yochel b'shvibane avdem som barzel lo yochel upnech el koshel ubar. And she says she has no helik bahin. Because she has a peace reaction on the nixes on Barzel. The eat le zikhiya. What did the Biyo say? He has already Yerusha from the Ubar state. That as she points out, Velo yad'inan heim mitrameh lehelko. Lefichach avadim asrim leechol. We don't know which avid is going to be his Yerusha. He, he doesn't have all the Avadim. There's other brothers over here. He only has a piece of the Avdeh Milog. Of the Avdeh Sumbarzil. But since we don't know the piece, they will become Asur. We are not going to employ the rule of Berera over here. 
we're bitter out, we tell us, you know what, let them uh, eat, and then just let one uh, Eved uh, not eat, and we'll say, Lamafreya, you know, that's the Eved that belonged to uh, the uh, Ubar, and the, everybody else who we fed uh, belonged to the other ones. We're not going to say that, that she's telling you. That she's telling you, since he has a Helik that's floating somewhere in the Abadim over here, we have to be Mahmir, the Uraita, and therefore, uh, because of the Helik of the Ubar, you cannot feed the Abadim uh, to Ubar. That's the Biyosei Shita. Bishmael, 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 the son of Rabbi Yosef says, Mishum Abib, the name of his father, Habat Ma'akhiret, Haben Enu Ma'akhir. Okay. Wait for the Gemara to explain this, she says. She says, the Gemara literally is saying, they have a daughter, Ma'akhiret. The Avdeh, somebody can eat. They have a son, Enu Ma'akhir. What does this mean? We wait for the Gemara. Third Shittah, the Bishra'un ben Yohai Omer, Zecharim Yochlu. Kulan Nekevot Lo Yochlu. Shema Yimsa Ubar Zachar, Ve'en Lebanot Bimkom Haben Klum. Let's see Rashi in the Shittah of the Bishra'un ben Yohai. Rashi. Kulam zecharim lo garsinan, kulam elachi garsinan zecharim. Okay, which means if you have, let's say, uh, males, let's say the same case, but Israel has sons, yuchlu, which means then they're able to eat. Kulam nekebot, but if they only have girls, lo yuchedu. Now she has to explain what's the logic over here. Im yesh zachar bebanim, if there's, let's say, one child, that's at least a boy, out of the children, ochli ma'avadim bishvilo. Well, he's a Yorish, because he's a boy. The Abadim become Kenyan Kaspo. No problem. Oh, what about the uh, Ubar? So Rashi says, Velo haishinan shil Ubar. You don't worry about the Ubar. Why? The Shema Nekebahi, the Emma Halek Bimkomben. First of all, because you don't know what this Ubar is. Maybe the Ubar will be a girl. If it's a girl, there's no Yerusha Bechlal. She has no stake in the Abadim Bechlal. The Kavot are not. Maybe you don't know what it is. Maybe it's a zagar. Who knows? Maybe she'll have a miscarriage. Fifty-fifty boy girl. pilot, and there's some ladies that are miscarried. So if even on the side that you're going to tell me it might be a boy, it could be it's going to be a. You have the 50% Nekebot, which is not a problem. Put the miscarriages on that side also to make that the majority option. And therefore, So now we made it that the odds of Zikharim is really a minority. And therefore, according to the Bishop Yohai, principle, Mi'uta lo haishinan. And therefore, when you have a boy here, well, you have one boy, he's the Yoresh now, right now. Correct? I don't care if there's anybody else. Well, as long as there's one boy, it's Kenyan Kaspodi, Sun Barzil. Oh, but I got Ubar. If I got Ubar, I have a problem. Oh, what do you have here? Ubar could be in the Kebah. 50% right away is in the Kebah. And 
you want to tell me I'm 50% zakar? Well, even on the Yatami zakar, it's possible that this lady can have a miscarriage, and the miscarriage is not Yuresh, obviously. So add that to the, uh, the Kevot uh, side. So therefore, a zakar alive is really a mi'ut. So therefore, as long as you have a zakar, you have a, a guaranteed Yuresh over here, pay no attention to the Ubar. That's Shittat Rebishram and Yochai. Continue Rashi. Kulan Nekevot. Oh, but if they're on the kevot, lo yochelu. Shema yehubar zakhar. Because that already have to be hoshesh. On the side that the ubar is a zakhar, he's being the yoresh. Because the kevot are not yoresh. And everything goes to him. It all belongs to him. Now you don't have an official yoresh. So you have to hoshesh. So maybe the kid's going to be a zakhar. On that side over there, you have to be concerned that what? All the abedim belong to him. Therefore, they cannot be yoresh because he's an ubar. Let's read that inside the Gemara. I'm going to read the Bishamon Ben Yochai again inside. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight lines from the bottom. Bishamon Ben Yochai Yomer. Zecharim Yochlu. Period. Right? Zecharim Kotrashi. Even one Zachar Yochlu, meaning Avdeson Barzel. Kulan de Kevot. No Yochedu. Why? Shema Yimsao Bar Zachar. Because maybe the Ubar is going to be a Zachar. The end of Banot Pimkoma Ben. When there's a Ben, the Banot have nothing. Clue, nothing. Now, my idea, the Gebra asks a side question. What did you choose as an illustration? You're telling me to be Shimon ben Yochai. What's the concern? That when they're all girls, maybe the kids can be a Zachar, and all the Avadim have belonged to him, and Enu Bar Magil. Which means, even if it's a Nekeba, it will also be Posel. Because in the case where they're all nekebot, so that the yoresh equally, the nekebot. So therefore, even if it's a nekeba, she also has Yerushah mitam, she's a nekeba, there's all girls over here. So therefore, no matter what the child is, in the case where there's all nekebot, the, the ubar is going to be a spoiler. Whether it's a zakhar, because she has the whole chilek, or it's a nekeba, and she has equal chilek with the other nekebot. So the Gibra says, you're right. Hada the Kama. He meant uh, but w- one of two reasons, he said. Hada the Nekeva Namepasa. Yeah, number one, you're right. If it's a Nekeva, it's also going to be Pasula. The Od Shema Yimsao Bar Zakhar, but it'll become a Ben Klum. Like what? Comes Gibra says, Zecharim Yochlu. Oh. Zecharim, if you have even one male, eat. What's the logic? Vaika Ubar. Oh, what do you mean? You have the Ubar. Rabbi Shalom, what do you do with the Ubar? Kasabar en hosheshin lemiuta. Like we explained in the Mashi, we're not hoshesh to the miut. What does the miut mean? Miut means fifty percent the female, right? You got to say there could be miscarriages as well. So the fact that's going to have a live boy could be as a miut. I'm not worried about that uh, concern. And therefore, if there's one zakat, the avdez from bazel eat. I gives another explanation to the Bishma and Yochai. Ve'ibaytema le'olam kasabar hosheshim le'miuta. Really, I'll tell you, the Bishma and Yochai holds you are hoshesh to the miut. Oh, so if you hoshesh to the miut, you have to be suspicious that even if there's a boy, maybe the lady is pregnant with another boy, and you have obar over and obar yoresh, and he cannot be machil as long as he's obar. So you have a problem over here. So how could you tell me the Bishma and Yochai that when there's a boy? Because we make for them 
Amar Shimuel. We do the Takana of Rav Nachman in the name of Shimuel. What's the Takana? The Amar of Nachman Amar Shimuel, Yetumim Shebao Lachlok Benekse Avihem. Let's say you have Yetumim, orphans that are coming now to divide up the estate of their father. Beddin Ma'amidim Lahem Apotropos, Uborel Lahem Halek Yafeh. Which means they need, uh, they need protection, these Yetumim, the Kitanim. Right? So therefore, how, who's going to be their uh, uh, administrator, let's say, to help them with the Yerusha? Betin appoints for them what's called an apotropos, which is a legal administrator that he's in charge, like a custodian we'll call him, guardian. legal guardian, let's say, that's in charge of the estate, and he divides up and looks for the best interests of the Yetomim. Okay? To give them a helik. And the Gemara says, Higdilu, when they get older, they, have a, they become Yetomim, they're able to... Have a say, Yechulim Limchot. They come along and say, no, we don't like the, uh, the divi. We don't like the way you divided it up. The Rav Nachman, Dideh Omer Rahman himself says, no. Higdilu en Yechulim Limchot. When you, they get old, they don't have a right to uh, uh, change the mind or refuse the, the protest. Dimken Makor Betin Yafeh. There was Betin's power over it. Betin made a Hanukkah, so you gotta respect the Betin. But what do you see over here, but? You see that Betin will intervene and make a uh, halukah. Oh, so I'll say uh, the same thing over here. If there's a boy already, Rabbi Shalom Yochai says, Som Brazil eat. Why? I'll institute the Kana of Rav Nachman. How? I'll say Betin will intervene at that point and say, you know what? We're going to give this Ubar, who, in, in the event that it's a boy, give him a halik already. Outside of the Abadim. Don't get him involved with the Abadim. We'll give him a piece of land somewhere. So therefore these Abadim over here are not going to be involved with the Ubar itself. Betin already jumped in and gave the Ubar another Helik. And therefore so we have a Zakhar over here. The Zakhar is Kenyan Kaspo now on these Abdes from Barzel. So therefore they can eat. I might be a Zakhar, let it be a Zakhar. Oh, Zakhar is your ass? Could he be your ass? Already with your ass, something else. Like Rav Nachman already. I'm to put that post already at that point where there was your Ubar and give him a, give him a different Hayalik. Look at Rashi, second line. The Avdina de Tekanta, Borerin le Ubar, Sha'ar Nechassim le Helko. Right? You choose for the Ubar, other Nechassim. Venimseu ha'abadim kulan le Helka noladim. Right, and then the, you see the the the, the Abadim now belong to the children that are uh, that are there already. Abaleka de kulan de kibot, but in the case where they all let's say girls, lo matzina le meibat takanta shem yehobar zachar v'yakol shelo. Which means in the event where they're uh, girls, let's say, right? Betty can't jump in and do that because on the event it's a boy, he gets everything. The girls get nothing. So he can't say, oh, we'll give the girls this and we'll give the, the boy that. What do you mean? If it's a boy, the boy owns the Avadim, every single one of them. So then with that case over there, the Bishra, when you're going to say, well, they own the Kibot, so therefore, uh, you can't, uh, you can't, because maybe the kid's going to be a Zachar. That's Shittat, the Bishra, when you're high. So comes the Gabbana and says, Rav Nachman, Tanna Ehi. Oh. So now let's say that once already we see the Bishram in your high, his logic is because he's, he's using the Abdahman's logic. And we saw the first Shita, the first Shita said, which is the Biyoseh, he did not make a Hiduk. He said, once the lady is pregnant, right, even if there's other children, Enuma Akhil. 
So that means what? Must be he's not using Rav Nachman's principle. So let's make the same the principle of Rav Nachman, the appointment of Patropos to be the guardian of the Yatomim. That's the Mahluk Tanaim, Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Shomin Yahai. Because Rabbi Shomin Yahai, he says what? That if you have a boy already, what? Ma'akhir, they can eat. Why? Because I say the Rav Nachman's rule. And Rabbi Yosef said, I don't get any boys. Once you have children and she's Be'ubedit, out. So she must be because you don't use this rule of Rav Nachman. So let's say that Rav Nachman's rule is really subject to a mahluk al-Tanaim. Kibar says, no. Don't say that. I'll tell you, even Rabbi Yosei, everybody holds of Rav Nachman. Which means if you, if, you, if you made this rule, in the even Rabbi Yosei would be more there, that it would work to be ma'akhil. The mahluk is over, are you hoshesh to the mi'ut? Which means the Gibra is going back to the first answer to explain the mahluk. The Gibra says, really, the mahluk over here is like the original way. Are you hoshesh to a mi'ut or not? Rabbi Shimon ben Yuhai is not hoshesh to mi'ut. Therefore, when you have a boy, I don't hoshesh that the Ubar is going to be a boy because it's only a mi'ut. And the Biyoseh will say, I am hoshesh to the mi'ut. And therefore, if you have a boy, doesn't matter. You have to there's another boy involved over here. We know it's a minority of uh, 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 odds, and therefore you have to worry about inovar machi. Good. So therefore, we rejected the second opinion. Everybody holds of Rav Nachman, really. And therefore, Nechamim, according to me, you say, if you would appoint a guardian and uh, do this whole uh, business of Nechamim, he would tell you, mutar machi. That's not the machlok over here. The machlok is when you didn't appoint a guardian. So the B.O.C. is going to tell you what? Uh, and therefore maybe the kid's going to be a Zachar. And then the B.O.C. is going to be a Zachar. But the Rabbans are not a Mahlouk. That's not a Mahlouk. That's not a Mahlouk. Now we go to the next sheet. Rabbi Yishmael, Rabbi Yosei Omer, Mishum Abib. Rabbi Yishmael said the name of his father. Habat Ma'akhil, Haben Enu Ma'akhil. This needs to be understood over here. Literally it means Habat Ma'akhil. If there was a daughter, the Avadim eat. If there's a son, doesn't eat. So the Gemara asks the obvious question. Gemara says, Well, let's just read Rashi first. Habat Ma'akhil. Kasal Kada'atach. We're thinking at this point, Hachi Ka'amar. Im Yeshkan Bat Velobin. If you only have a daughter, ma'akhil avadim. Aval im zikharimim lo yuchlu avadim. But if you have sons, not ma'akhil. So the Gemara says, Maishena ben delo ma'akhil. What's the logic? Why if you have a son, we're not ma'akhil the avadim. Mishum hilko shil ubar. Because you're worried about the hilko of the ubar. If the ubar is a zakhar, he's a yoresh, and therefore he's not ma'akhil. Well, the same logic, the bat should not be ma'akhil because you have to worry about the al-koshil, maybe he's a boy. Which means there's no difference. If you're, if you're always factoring in the ubar, what do I care if there's a bat or a bear? What's the halu? Bottom line, whether you have a girl only or a boy only, if you're hoshesh to the ubar, just like you tell me there's a son. If you have a son, you're hoshesh to the ubar. If you have a daughter, also you're hoshesh to the ubar. What's the, what's, 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 what's the halu over here? So Gemara says, Amar Abaye, Abaye says, Hacha benechasim mu'atim askinan. We're talking about a new case over here. We're talking about a case where the Kohen that died left as a Yerusha, he left a very small Yerusha. He left very small assets. Now in this case over here, when there's small assets, we have a new rule over here. The sons are not Yoresh. The rule is from the little assets that are left over as Yerusha, 
We give them to the girls for Yerusha, for Mizonot, so they can exist. And what do we tell the boys? Go to work. Go make a, uh, go, go, go make a living. And this is Midrabanan. She, the rabbis instituted, in the case was the Chasim Mu'atim, we're going to let the girls have Yerusha, and the uh, boys are not going to have. And the Gibbana says like this, Uchgon, we finished the case yet. Deika ben bahade bat. Aha. Which means when we said the case of a bat, what does it mean you only have a girl? There's a boy and a girl there. Now, Gemara says like this. Manafshach. Manafshach. If the Ubar is a boy, lo adif mehai dekae. He's not going to be better than the live son. The live son also doesn't get a Yerusha in this case. Because what's the rabbinical enactment? All goes to the girl. So therefore, she has the assets now. So therefore, we'll say what the Abadim could eat. Because they consider the assets of the Bat Kohen. Oh, but you're going to tell me, yeah, but wait, maybe uh, the Ubar. <laughs> what, the Ubar's going to be better than the live kid? The live son, we took away his, his rights. Because it's Nechassim Mu'atim, we don't go to work. We're not going to make the Ubar better than the live kid. Oh, so if it's a boy, no problem. The Ibati, and if you're going to tell me what it's a daughter, and therefore what, you're going to say, well, she has a headache. Because if it's a daughter, you tell me the daughters are uh, Yoresh. So now the daughter can, uh, can, can ruin it, she can spoil it, because she's a Ubar, she's a Ubar. Kabra says, no. Amai Akhla. Why is the daughter that's alive eating? Because of rabbinical enactment. The rabbis only made a takana on the living. They didn't make a takana on ubar. So therefore, let's review the case over here. The case of Rabbi Ishmael now makes more sense to us. We're talking about a new case. When he said, bat not only a bat. It means bat uben. And it's talking about a case where the husband was morish to his children, nechassim mu'atim. What's nechassim mu'atim have to do with anything over here? Well, there's a law. Nechassim mu'atim, the girls get. Why? How are they going to live? They need mizonot, they need to live. What about the boys? We tell the boys, go make panasa. Beautiful. So this boy over here is out of the picture. The girl now has technically the uh, Yerusha, and therefore, that's the excess from Barzel, and therefore, they can be Ochel Mahmata, Mahmat the girls. Oh, you'll ask, but you have Ubar. Uh, well, let's discuss the options. What is the Ubar? It's either a boy or a girl. On the side that it's a boy, he gets nothing. He gets nothing. The living boy gets nothing. We're going to make the Ubar better than the living boy? So he's not a factor. Oh, but maybe it's a girl, so the girls have Yerusha. So the helic of the Yerusha is in the, in the womb. The womb cannot be Ma'achil. Uh, the rabbis that gave Yerusha to the girl, they only gave to the living. They didn't give to the Ubar. So if a man of Shaq, you have no problem. Let's read the Rashi. Benechasim Mu'atim. The Tikkun Rabbanan. Habanot Yazunu Vabanim Yish'alu Ala Petahim. That the girls will eat and the boys have to go, uh, you know, go collect. There's a boy and a girl. Really, 
Bedeoraita, it's all in the sun. Deashta mimanafshach, yubar zakhar, hu lo adif, meha aide shaklin urabanan mineh, veoklin urishud ba. The ubar is not going to be better than the living kid. The living kid, we took away his rusha and gave it to the girl. So certainly we're not going to give it to a ubar that will be better. Vi ubar bati, kebadi yesh ben zakhar lefanenu, en le ubar nekeba, helek bahen, eda petakatad rabanan. The only reason why the girl has a chalik is because we made a takana. But what? We're not going to make a takana on ubar? The kamadalon hafik? Right? ben ba'adan. She just points out, that's why we have to give a case where there's a ben. De'i lo'aba ben, which means, if let's say there was only a son in this case, I'm sorry, if there was only a daughter in this case, we have a case where there's a son and a daughter. If there was only a daughter, which is in that case, even if there was a daughter, then this other daughter over here that might be born, if she's Ubar, she would have a stake in the Yerusha, which means that's already the truth because all the girls over here. So therefore the daughters would have a Yerusha, so you have to give a case over here where there's a son and a daughter. Hachamim took away the Yerusha from the son, gave it to the daughter. Oh, the Ubar, we're not going to give it to him if he's a son. We're not going to give it to him if it's a daughter also. Because Midoraita, she doesn't have it. She only has it. We gave it to the living. We didn't give it to him there's a son. We didn't give it to the, we didn't give it to the Ubar. So that's the Shitav Rabbi Ishmael in conclusion. When he said, Yesh uh, Bat, Ma'achil means Yesh Ben Ubat. And we're giving a new scenario. Nechasim mu'atim. Tarat Gebra says, Bemayo kimta. How do you want to establish this case? Let's review for a second. We have a one long braita. We had Rabbi Yosef Shita. Let's review Shitota. Rabbi Yosef Shita was what? In Obad Machi. I don't care what you have. Boys, girls, nothing. Obad is not Machi. Finished. Then you had the last Shita. Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai. He made that whole look over if you have a boy, already I don't care what the uh, Ubar is. And then you had the middle shita of Rabbi Ishmael, the name of his father. He came along and said, if you have a ben and a bat, we're not uh, concerned about the Ubar. Right? Because of the Tekanab the Rabbanam. But now in the middle case of Rabbi Ishmael, Rabbi Yoseh, we learn his Nechassim Mu'atim. That normally when you learn a Braita, you like to learn the whole Braita in one case. So you like to learn that all the rabbis were talking about the same scenario of Nechassim uh, Mu'atim. You don't like to say that there's three rabbis in one bright, and he's talking about one case, he's talking about another case. So the Gebrah so you made Nukimta. Meaning you established Rabbi uh, Ishmael, for him to make sense, he has to be talking about the case of Nechassim Mu'atim. So the Gebrah says, B'mayu Kimta. What did you Mukim the Mishnah? B'mayu Mu'atim, Ema Sefa. What do you mean? When you get to the Bishamom and your high, look at the language of the Bishamom and your high's words. His language was when you have all girls, maybe the Obar is going to be a Zachar. And what? The girls don't get anything when there's a son. What are you talking about? Adraba, nechasim mu'atim, debanot ninu. If you're talking about a case of nechasim mu'atim, it all goes to the girls. 
Which means, what are you talking over here? If we're talking about a case of Nechassim Mu'atim, the language of Rabbi Shimon Ben Yochai doesn't make any sense. Because what did he say? He said in a case over here where let's say you have all girls, right? Now let's say it was Nechassim Mu'atim. Stop right there. Nechassim Mu'atim, who gets all the money? Who gets it? The girls. So what's Rabbi Shimon Ben Yochai saying? Oh, if they're all girls... You don't uh, don't make the avadim why? And because Shem, maybe it's a zakhar and all goes to him. Wrong. Nechasimot doesn't go to him. So therefore, your okimta is not mashma in the brayta's language. So the Gemara says, you're right. Sefa atan nechasim merubim. There's two cases in the Mishnah. In the Brahita. The Bishma is talking about a case of the Khasim Mu'atim. And the Bishma is talking about a case of the Khasim Mirupim, which is really strange that they talk about two different cases. But that's what it is. In order for it to make sense, they talk about two different uh, scenarios. Look at Rashi. Rashi says. Actually, no, no, Rashi is straightforward. Okay. Last point before this Mishnah. Kabra okay, has a question now. Not a question. Come on, it challenges this principle over here. You're telling me it goes to the daughters? Which means he gives a case of Yetomim. They have orphans, boys, right? They sold uh, the assets. The sale is a sale. What are you talking? I thought the chasim muatim belonged to the girls. How could you tell me if the Buddha told me there was girls? And you tell me the boys came along and they took the assets and they sold them. Logically, we tell you it's not theirs to sell. But the deen is what? So you see what? Don't go to the girls. They really belong to the boys. How can you tell me the Kasim Mu'atim belong to the girls? Ah, Masha Makhru Makhru. says, You're right. Good question. Good question. So based on that question, we have to revamp Rabbi Shema'ad Rabbi Yoseh. Go back to the same question that we had originally. His question was what? You said, if there's a bat, okhilet, okhlim, the abadim, ben, enu ma'akhil, ma'ishena. What's the difference? If you have a ben or you have, you have a bat, bottom line, the point is you have an ubar to deal with over That was the question we had on the Bishma Rabbi Yoseh. We try to answer, no, you have a ben and a bat, you have mu'atim, it goes to the girls. Hey, don't tell me it goes to the girls. We have a statement that says, Nechassim Mu'atim, if the Yetumim sell it, the sale is a sale. Also, back to the question, what's Pshat in the Bishra, Rabbi Yosef? So he says like this, Ve'ela, my bat diktani. What did it mean when it says, if he has a daughter, if she has a, to have a daughter, the Abadim eat? Mara says, em, daughter means em, a mother. What does that mean? Almanat Hakohen. It's talking about her. The Almana. The wife. The 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 the, the, the Almana, the, the, the widow herself. That's what it's talking about. What does it mean over here? Which means like this. The Bishra Bibas is saying like this. In the case where the Almana herself is permitted to eat Tiruma, 
after the death of her uh, husband. So then already that heter will obviously give a heter for the avdemilog. What's the case where she's able to eat? With his children. Correct? So with his children, she eats, and the avdem milogfa eat as well. And that what it said, haben eno ma'achil, which means in a case where let's say there's no zera for the kohen, the kohen does not have any children, so to give her, let's say, eter, so therefore the tzon barzel cannot eat also, because you have to be worried about the helik of the obal. A review exactly what he's saying over there. Let's read it through the sheen now. The sheen says, What is bat? Bat ma'achil. En. Ba'achi ka'amar. Ha'em ma'achelet avdem milog shela. Which means, Rabbi Ishmael is the first one that explicitly discussed, implicitly really, discussed Nechsem Milug. He was discussing two things over here. He was discussing the mother's rights over here. When he said Bat, who's Bat? The girl herself, the Almana. Which means, if the Almana has the ability to eat, how could she have the ability to eat? There's children. So she eats, and who else eats with her? Avdeh Milug. So the bat ma'akhil, ma'akhil who? The avdeh milog, not the son barzil. Again, Rabbi Ishmael, Rabbi Yosei Omer, habat ma'akhil, which means the almana of this kohen, if she's able to eat herself, meaning there was children that allow her to eat ma'akhil, she can give over to her avdeh milog. Oh, so what does it mean, ben eno ma'akhil, continue Rashi, which means, if there's a ben besides her, which means there's a son, so then the son barzel cannot eat. Why? Because the son barzel, now you have to worry about the ubar. So technically, if you want to analyze it, he's really saying the same exact thing as the biyoseh. Bottom line, he's telling you that as long as there's a ubar over here, the ubar is going to spoil. Okay, what you have? The ubar is going to spoil the nixe uh, barzel. So the Gemara says, If that's the case, the Bishmah is saying the same thing of his father. What do you mean? What do you bring me a new shita? Let me be clear. What was the Bishmah shita? Once you have an Obar, okay, what you have? Yeah. Are out. What is the Bishmael saying basically now? Once you have uh, an uh, Obar, okay, what you have? It's, it's out. So therefore, it's the same thing. So because you're right. The whole Bright is the Bishmael. Which means, and it makes sense because the Bright is language of the Bishmael says the name of his father. So therefore, it's all really one long shita of Rabbi Yosef. And then you have Rabbi Shlomo and Yochai, of course. But the first two shitot are really Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Shlomo is all one shita. So it comes out that you really, that right, you have two shitot. So again, let me review. When you say Rabbi Shmael shita, all he's saying is, Bat, meaning the girl herself, the almana, she's ma'akhil. Who is she ma'akhil? The Avde Midlog. If she's okhil, tafdemilog, that's the Biyosef says agree, he agrees to that. that nobody argue on the tafdemilog, uh, right? In case where she eats, she's ma'akhil, the ma'akhil was on the son. But Zakhar, eno ma'akhil. Why? Because you're worried about the 
the brother that's in the womb. The brother in the womb cannot be machir because Obad is Yoresh according to Rabbi Yosef. And uh, the reason we're saying either because it's considered a zar, it's considered a not in yilod, and therefore when there's a zakhar, you have to worry about the ubar. <coughs> therefore, the som barzel cannot eat. She eats when there's a zakhar. Now the milod will eat when there's a zakhar, but if the zakhar, the som barzel will get spoiled because of the ubar. Now we go to the next mishnah. Hmm. Right, let's just read the mishnah. Ha ubar. What's the ubar? Ubar, we have the, the lady that's pregnant, huh? Let's read it once, the Mishnah, to get the Deen, and then we can go back and understand where the Mishnah is headed. Ha'ubar, vayavam, vayrusin, vayheresh, ubentesh ashanim v'yom echad, poslim velo ma'achidim. All these people over here that we're going to quote now, the Mishnah is giving us one common rule. They're posel and they're not ma'achil. What does posel mean? Posel means if a bat kohen is married to a Yisrael, so a bat kohen, if she's posel, if this posel, let's give the case of Ubar, because that's the case we know already. What does it mean posel? She's pregnant from the Yisrael. Now the Yisrael dies, she does not go back to her father's house. Posel, the bat kohen, as a result of the Ubar, cannot go back home to eat the Ruma. Yeah? What's in Ma'akil? Opposite case. A bat Yisrael that's married to a Kohen. Right? As a result of this Ubar, it's not Ma'akil her when he dies. Don't think, oh, I got Ubar now. I'm connected. You're not connected. So it's not Ma'akil a bat Yisrael, and it's not Posse, and it is, and it is Posse a bat Kohen from going back home. That's the first case. That's Ubar. What's the next case? Yavan. Vashri. Vayavam, right before they get uh, wide, Rashi Hayavam. Bat Kohen Shomeret Liyavam Yisrael. Oh, you have a Bat Kohen, she felt the Yibum. Okay? Bat Kohen Shomeret Liyavam Yisrael. She was married to Yisrael, the Bat Kohen, alright? Her husband died, she felt now another Yisrael. Aslam Mitrumot Mitrumat Aviha. She's connected already to the Avam Yisrael. She cannot go home and eat the Rumah. There are no children over here. Obviously, it's a Yibum case. So normally, what's the deen if, uh, if a bat queen's Israel husband dies? She goes back home and eats the Rumah. Oh, now she's linked to the, to the Yibum. She's linked to Israel. She cannot go back home. Understand that case? Again, a bat queen is married to Israel. The husband dies. She falls to Yibum to another Israel. There's a connection there, right? She's a Shomeret Yabam. Normally, in a regular case, she would go home and eat the Rumah. Since she's linked to another Yisrael, she, she cannot go home. Posel. Continue that she. Ubat Yisrael Shomeret Liyabam Kohen. Let's take the other case. Ubat Yisrael was married to a Kohen. The Kohen died. She fell to Yibum to another Kohen. Eno Ma'achila. Don't think she can eat. Even though she's connected now to another Kohen, cannot eat until it's consummated. So again, Yavam, Posel, Veinomachil. It's Posel, the Bat Kohen, from going back home to eat the Rumah. But it's not Ma'achil, the Bat Yisrael, that is Zakuk to the Yavam. Next case. Irusin, same thing. What's the case of Irusin Nashi? Bat Kohen me'ureset the Yisrael, 
פסלה. בת ישראל מייקס אירוסין טו הכהן. כנעני תרומיית. אירוסין כנעת ביוכן. בת כהן מייקס אירוסין וטי ישראל כנעת גאון. בת כהן That makes it who seem to Israel finished. She loses the Tiruma of her father's house. But Kohen, normally she can go home. She eats her father's house. She's in her father's house. She stops eating. But Erusin, it's connected. But, again, but Kohen, Erusin to Israel loses. But Israel to a Kohen, Erusin cannot start eating Tiruma. Good? And we go to the next case. Next case is Vaheresh. A menan, that's somebody that is uh, deaf. What's that case? That case would be, but menan you have a Yisrael, right? It was a Hedesh. Eno Shomeya ve'eno Medaber. He married a Bat Kohen. Okay? He's poor from eating Tiruma. Okay? Even though the Nisu'in is really not a Nisu'in from the Torah, because he's a Hedesh. So the Hadush of the Mishnah is that even the Nisu'in of Ha'eresh, which is really only with Rabbanan, she's Bat Kohen, she's out from Terumah. But on the other hand, a Kohen Ha'eresh, that marries a Yisrael, Yisraelit, is not going to be Ma'achila. Good? We'll go to the next case. Uben Tesha'a Shanim v'yom Echad. You have a, 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 a fellow that's nine, boy, nine years and one day. Nine years and one day already, that's the legal age according to the halakha, where the bi'ah is considered a bi'ah. Meaning, less than nine years old of a boy, the bi'ah is not a bi'ah. Which means, uh, let's say, a nine-year-old uh, uh, goes with an ishit ish. That ishit ish is considered hayevit now. Because she went with seven as a bi'ah. Less than nine years old is not considered a bi'ah. It's uh, whatever you call it. It's not bi'ah. So therefore now, let's discuss uh, what happened in this case over here. You have a... Uh, Actually, we're going to wait for the Gemara, as she says in this case. Let's wait for the Gemara to analyze the nine-year-old case, exactly what is the ramifications of the Gabedi Kehuna. Mishnah continues. Sefik shu ben shanim v'yomechad. Let's say you have a Sefik. If he's nine years old or not. Sefik she'eno. Sefik shu ben shanim v'yomechad. Sefik she'eno. Sefik ibi bet se'arot. Which is normally for a, uh, a child to be considered uh, gadol, he has to have brought already two hairs. He has to reach what we'll call, let's say, puberty. So let's say you're not sure that he was or not. We're going to say over here the safek is going to be the humrah. In all these cases over here, even if the safek is a minor, but the humrah, because we're dealing with over here, they write the issues of iftirumah, can he be machir turumah or not? As we'll see the case in the Gemara, but basically understand the safek. In the case of Ben Tesha or not, was Biyaz or or not, or Safik, whether he was Mevi Se'arot or not, we're going to go to the Humrah. Okay, you have to assume that he was a Gadol, and therefore he's not going to be Ma'achil to Rumah. Oh, and he's going to be Posil as well. Now, Nafal Abayit Alav Ve'albat Ahiv. Last case of the Mishnah. We have the case of Yibum over here, right? One of the cases was Yibum. Let's say you have the guy is married. Guy is married to his brother's daughter. He's 
married to his brother's daughter. And you have, he has a co-wife as well. Now normally in the regular case of Yibum, once there's a Erva over there, finished, there's no Yibum over there. Not on her, obviously, because the father cannot make Yibum with his daughter. Nor can you make it with the Tzara. That was the first Mishnah. Okay? We're talking about a case over here where the fellow is married to his brother's daughter and he has a co-wife. Now what happens... You have a case where building fell down on both of them. Okay? Now you don't know who died first. Mishnah. Nafala bayit ala ve'albat ahif. Ve'en yadua ezemet rishon. You don't know who died first. Which means like this. If the, if the man died first, Right? So now you have over here a situation where the bat and the tzara are falling to him. There's no yibum in that case. They don't fall. But if you say when the building fell, the bat died first, and then the, the husband, so when the, when the man died, only the tzara fell. So therefore it's really a case of sefik, yibum on the tzara. So the deen is tzarata choletzet velo mitabemet. So in that case over there, we're going to make a, also a, uh, uh, a sefik, and you have to say, you don't know. So if you have to make a halitza on the sara. i just repeat that last case one more time, just for clarity. The case is talking about where you have, let's say, a fellow that made, uh, got married. He has two wives, one regular wife, and one he married his niece. He married his brother's daughter. What happened? Building fell on him and his brother's daughter. But we don't know who died first. What's the difference who died first? Tremendous nafkamina. Because if the building fell on him first, it's already, now this Yibum situation. Who's falling to Yibum? At that point, his daughter and the co-wife. Daughter and co-wife is nothing. They don't fall. Oh, but in the case where the daughter died first, so she's out of the way. Now you have him dying, so who's falling? Only the co-wife. You don't know but. So therefore the deen is, like we saw in the Mishnah, V'chulam im metu, we said, in those cases over there, in this case you have a safek, actually, that's metu, therefore you have to make a halitza, uh, in this case, on the tzara misafek. Why? Because again, we're dealing with Doraitas over here. Because we're not going to just matir her now, because she can come into Yisud Doraitas, going to matir the tzara. So, of course, uh, uh, she's really, uh, she's really connected uh, to, 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 for your boom. So, therefore, the deed is. Amen. 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 Am